0: Good is great and greatly to be praised hallelujah hallelujah, thank you Lord, thank you Lord, thank you Jesus now tonight um, uh, we still are uh, the names of God in the Old Testament tonight uh Adonijah. And the subtusion is kurus, which means Lord, Master. The diviration, diviration, Adonijah is the verbal parallel to Yahweh and Jehovah. Adonijah is plural. The single is adon, A-D-O-N, in reference to God, the plural, Adonijah is used. When singular Adon is used, it is usually referring to human Lord. Adon is used 215 times to refer to men. Occasionally in Scripture and predominantly in the Psalms, the singular Adon is used to refer to God as well. Exodus 34, 23. To avoid contravending the commandment, I guess I pronounced that right. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord, thy God in vain. Exodus 20, verse 7. Sometime Adonijah was used as a substitute for Yahweh. Adonijah can be translated literally as my Lord's, both plural and and possess (laughs) it. God's good, isn't it? For further reference of the name Adonijah in the Old Testament, complete list available here because I've got it here. God is so good. He's so good. Let me read this a little bit more. Uh, Used in the Bible in the Old Testament, Yahweh occurs 6,500 19 times. This name is used more than any other name of God. Yahweh is first used in Genesis chapter 2, verse 4. It's Y-H-W-H, Jehovah, which means Jehovah. Uh, T-W-O-T, reference, uh, 584A. Songs, I mean Strong's reference is in... You find this at H3068. I've got a Strong's reference. Somebody, I had one years ago, a uh, Strong's reference. I gave it away. And recently somebody gave me another one. <laughs> a lot of commentary. that Yahweh, the Septuagint, uh, which means Lord, Master. Amen. Lord, Master, noting the omnipotence of God. Amen. Adonijah. God is good, isn't he? He's so faithful. He's holy and pure. Amen. Now tonight we're going to look at a few verses in First Timothy chapter six. 1 Timothy chapter six, and we're going to look at verses six through ten. First Timothy, First Timothy six verses 6 through 10. We're going to read that. Um, amen. Thank God for the service this morning. What a service. <laughs> oh, I tell you, God's really moving in, in a mighty way here. So let, let's let's don't let the Word of God Let's take the Word of God and mix it with faith, all right? Because if we don't, we don't we're not going to grow in the Lord. We're not going to be strong in the Lord. The Bible said be strong in the Lord and in the power of its might. Put on the whole armor of God. So we're looking at 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 6 through 10. Let's, let's take a look at that. Amen? All right? For the love of money, I'm going to start at the 6th verse. But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food in Ramoth, let us be there with content. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some it, after they have pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. For your word is... Holy and pure. Your word is forever settled in heaven. Thy word is lamp unto our feet, light unto our path. Oh, God, help us tonight, God. Speak through these lips of clay, Lord God. Give me utterance to tell the truth, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for deliverance, Lord. Thank you for the service this morning. Uh, and bless this night in this service. Just have your way and help us to look to thee, to trust you, love on and obey you. Put you first in our lives. Meet every need that's prevalent tonight, God. Thank you for the victory, Father, in Jesus' name. For the glory of God. Amen. Now tonight, we're going to talk about two words. Two words. Commit. uh, We're going to talk about uh, contentment and complacency. Contentment. And complacency. All right. Contentment—it's a feeling of uh, showing satisfaction with one's possessions, status, or situation. Complacency is self-satisfaction, etc., when accompanied when accompanied by. Unawareness of actual dangers or deficiency. Let me read that again. Contentment is feeling or showing satisfaction with one's possession, status, or situation. Complacency is self-satisfaction, etc., when accompanied by unawareness, of actual dangers or deficiency. It's a bad thing. Now, both contentment and complacency find rest. Both experience satisfaction. Both enjoy their status in life. Two critical differences, however, separate them. Listen at this now. First, whereas contentment Thanks of God for everything. Complacency congratulates self. Second, whereas complacency rests on its accomplishments, contentment passionately pursues excellence. Amen. Paul enjoyed contentment in every circumstance. Yet he refused to to remain idle or become passively indifferent. Instead he restlessly strove to know Christ. Amen. Paul was a a warrior for God. Now let's let's look at some scripture about contentment. Let's look at Luke three fourteen. Luke 3.14. Hallelujah. The Word talks about contentment. Luke 3.14. Yes, this is where... Luke 3.14. Now, Luke 3.14 says... Now, this is when uh, John, John the Baptist... Was you know he he was the forerunner of Jesus Christ. He he did what now he was prophesied. It was prophesied that uh, that John would be the forerunner. In other words, go before Christ to, to to get things in order for Christ to come. And a lot of them thought that he was Christ. They said, "Are you the Christ?" He said, "No, I'm not." You know, but but, but he did a work for God. John was filled with the Holy Ghost in his mother's womb. Before before he was actually born, he was filled with the Holy Ghost. Isn't that right? Wasn't it? He was. He was filled with the Holy Ghost. Because God had a work for him to do. God had, I need a, something to clean my glasses. All right. <laughs> Can you hold a seat? Yes, yeah. Uh, John was filled with the Holy Ghost from his mother's womb. Remember when uh, the angel Gabriel, the first angel went to uh, Elizabeth, right? And told Elizabeth about John being born, the son being born, their son. See, Elizabeth was barren. She couldn't have no children. She couldn't have any children. And, uh, but God delivered her. God blessed her and gave her a son. They had been praying and believing God, and God gave her a son. Amen. And and it was to, it was told, and see now when the angel went to uh, Zachariah, which was John's daddy, right? When Zachariah is dad. Angel went to Zachariah and told Zachariah. See, Zachariah was was high. Pri- he was he was a priest. He was a priest that year, and he went into the temple to offer up sacrifices. And, and he stayed there so long they wondered what had happened. But an angel appeared unto him, and told him about how they, how Elizabeth was going to have a son. And uh, John didn't believe. And so, what did God do? What did God do since he didn't believe? Made him dumb. It was dumb. Why don't we read that in Luke? I don't read that. Luke. Let's see. Not yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my! They get so dirty I can't hardly see sometimes. You know, people that wear glasses they know what I'm talking about, don't they? Yeah my God, thank you. Now, what a difference. What a difference. All right. Now, let's look at Luke. Luke chapter 1 is what we're going to look at. Let's see because... uh, No, no. Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1. All right, so let, let's look at this. The birth of John foretold. Begin at verse 5. Uh, it's um, Luke 1, verse 5. There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judah, a certain priest named Zechariah of the course of Abiah, and his wife was the daughter of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and utterness of the Lord's blameness. They loved God. They loved him. And they walked up right before God. And they had no child because Elizabeth was barren, and they both were now well stricken in years. But God's a miracle work, isn't he? God's faithful. Nothing, God have all power, and uh, but they were well stricken, and they were old people. What is telling us here? Well stricken in years. What verse did I stop at? I'm on eight. All right, thank you, thank you very much. And it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before God, in the order of his course, he went according to the custom of the priest's office; his lot was to burn incense. When he went into the temple of the Lord, he went in to burn incense. All right, and the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of incense. See that? People prayed while he was in the office incense. The people was out there praying. Saints, we need to pray. You find in the Old Testament how how the people prayed. They sought the Lord. Amen? And Ezra, you know, when Ezra, when Ezra got up to read Scripture, the, the people stood up. And he, as he read, they stood up. That They stood up. So sometimes we ask him, when you read Scripture, to stand, you know. Today in time, people get so comfortable, you know. You, you, you hear about overseas how some people walk for miles to hear the Word of God, and they sit on hard benches. That's right. They make sacrifices. But today, in time, people are so comfortable. I mean, sit in the soft chairs, you know, nothing wrong with that. I mean, I I would want a hard chair, but if I had to sit in one, I would with the help of the Lord to hear the Word of God. See? So, here he was in the temple. He was in the temple, offering up the incense. All right. Now, verse 11, right? And there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. He saw the angel, and he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. But listen to verse 13. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zachariah, for thy prayer is heard. They've been praying for a son. They wanted a son. And thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. Amen? Let's see what happened here now. And thou shalt have joy and gladness. And many shall rejoice at his birth. That my John. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. And he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. See, God had a work for him, doing God filled him with the Holy Ghost from his mother's womb. Isn't that something? Praise God. God's a wonder. And many of the children of Israel shall he turned to the Lord, shall he turn to the Lord their God, and he shall go before him in, listen to this now, in the spirit and power of Elias, to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the disobedience to wisdom of the just, and to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. See, John had a job to do. And John wasn't afraid to do it. He did it. He did the job. And Jesus spoke about John. It said, of men born of, uh, among women said so John was, was the greatest. No, he was a prophet. was well, none greater than John as a prophet. He, he was a prophet of God. He, and and uh, he got out there and preached the word of God because he wasn't ashamed. He wasn't afraid. He suffered for it, you know, and he even had his head cut off, you know, for telling the truth. But he wasn't ashamed. He wasn't afraid. He was ready to to do what God wanted him to do. All right. All right. And Zach was, all right, verse 13. What verse? to see. 18? Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for helping me keep up with these verses. All right. And Zachary said unto the angel. See, the angel told him about having a child. And and here's doubt. See, let's remember, any time God comes and speaks to us about something, Satan is there to try to make you doubt. Isn't that right? And Satan's there to try to make you fear. Satan's there to try to make you be disobedient to God. And he is. He's a liar and the father of it. And Zacchaeus said unto the angel, Whereby shall I know this? How am I going to know what you're telling me? Is the truth what he's saying? For well, I am an old man, and my wife well stricken, and the wife is old too. We both are old. And the angel answered and said unto him, I am Gabriel, <laughs> the messenger angel. I am Gabriel that stand in the presence of God. And that's something in it. He stand in the presence of God, and God gave him a- a- errands, errands to run the time, give him things to do. Hallelujah. And am sent to speak unto thee, and show thee these glad tidings. And behold, listen to what they say. Thou shalt be dumb, since you don't believe me, since you don't believe what I I just told you, you're going to be dumb, and not able to speak until the day that these things shall be performed, because thou believed not my words, which shall be fulfilled in their season. Isn't that something? See, God, uh, do th- he, He'll do that at times. He'll, He'll uh, rebuke us. We should, God wants us to believe Him. He wants us to believe Him. Amen. Hallelujah. And the people waited. I'm going to read just a little bit more here. And the people waited for Zachariah and Marva that he, he tarried so long in the temple. And when he came out, Listen to this now. When he came out, verse 22, he could not speak unto them. And they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple, for he beckoned unto them and remained speechless. Amen. Hallelujah. But God's faithful, saints. God's faithful. God gave them a son. Gave them a son. All right? Because because they were faithful to the Lord. It means a lot to be faithful to the Lord, saints. It means a whole lot. All right. Let's get back to uh, contentment. Paul enjoyed contentment in every circumstance, yet he refused to remain idle or become passively indifferent. Instead, he restlessly strove to know Christ. That's what Paul said. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Being made conformable unto his death. I want to know the Lord. And Paul, on another occasion, Paul said, I, I, I'm determined not to know anything among you. What? Save Jesus Christ and them crucified. All I want to know among you is Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Hallelujah. Paul preached Jesus, didn't he? He preached him, thank God. And and he, because he believed God. He had a lot of opposition. He had a lot of trouble. But he believed God. He obeyed God. And here Paul is writing to Timothy, his son. He's writing to Timothy, his son. And, and he telling him, he, he told him, hallelujah. We read verses... What? 6 through 10. All right, listen to this now. More than that, I count. Let's read. Uh, oh, boy, I cut that off. Um, mm. well, well, wait just a minute. I, I had a scripture written down here, but, boy, I, I, I cut it off. Let's see. I think it's Philippians three eighteen. I believe. Let's see. Philippians. Look at Philippians. Listen what Paul said. I think it's... I can... Well, Paul said, I'm determined not to know anything among you, say Jesus Christ and him crucified. Um, I think that's what I want to say. Philippians. Let's see. No. No, that's not what I want. But I cut I cut my scripture off. The scripture I'm looking for is uh, well, the apostle Paul said uh, more than that. Say, I count all things but loss in view of surpassing value of knowing Christ, Jesus, my Lord. Uh, Philippians. Can you get that scripture for me? Three eight. All right. Thank God. Thank God for smartphones and somebody know how to use them. Now now I, I got a smartphone. I'm doing pretty good with it. My sweetheart's still out to help me with it. Amen. I mean you can do a lot with them if you know how. Isn't that right? And so it's it's technology, but it's good technology. Thank God. Because you know, it's according to how you use it. Isn't that right? You know, because a lot of people take them and use them for, yeah, for wrong, wrong things. But God, God's people can use them to glorify God, to to lift up the name of Jesus. You know, turn to the script like he got that scripture from it. All right, what does it say? Let's read that. I want you to read it for me, if you will. I count all things but laws, the apostle Paul saying. For the excellency of the knowledge of Christ. All right. Listen to what he said here now. I've suffered the loss of all things. You know why? Paul denied himself. When when, when he really got saved, when when God really saved him, he, he went all out for God. He went all out for God. All right, read. I count them but dung. Rubbish. Something you just walk on. I count them but dung. All right, that I may win Christ. Hallelujah! He has dedicated his life. I want to know Christ, him and him and him and him crucified. Read. All right, I want to be found in Him, not have my own. See, our righteousness is that filthy rags. isn't that right? But we got to have on the righteousness of Jesus Christ in order to please Him. When the Lord looks at us, He can see. Jesus, the righteousness of Jesus in us. Isn't that right? When we're living right, we got to live right. God's calling for holy people, people to live a holy life every day, 365 days a year, right? What about Leap Year? 366. And Leap Year, is an extra day, right? That's what they say. It's right, isn't it? So 366 days on Leap Year, you have to still live holy. God's calling for Holiness. Hebrews twelve fourteen, what? Follow peace with all men and holiness with thy which what? No man shall see the Lord. God meant what he said and he said what he meant. Saints of God. God is faithful. Who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you're able? What? But will with the temptation make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. God is with us. He'll never leave Jesus, said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. How many of y'all believe that? Do you really believe that? What does that mean? That means he's with us all the time. Isn't that right? He's in us. Hallelujah. We're the children of God. We're sons and daughters of God. And he wants us to do what? Deny ourselves and take up our cross and follow him. Let our light shine. Thank God. Let our light shine that men may see our good works and do what? Glorify our Father which is in heaven. He's coming soon, saints. We can see the t- signs of the time. The Songs of the signs of the time are everywhere. There is a how does that sound? Anybody know the any words to that? The signs of the time are everywhere. There's a something. There, you know, some of those words we know. The signs of the time. Um, there's a stirring feeling I think in the air, ma'am. No. He says, you keep your eyes upon the eastern sky look up look up for redemption draweth nigh amen redemption look up look up redemption, redemption. draweth nigh yeah yeah uh, so 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 our redemption draweth nigh he's coming after church coming after people and but so many people don't know the lord this is you know when you, when you think about listen to this now when you think about people that don't know the Lord, going to be lost eternally. It, it, it grieves you. I mean, it, 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 it doesn't it. It grieves you hard to, to think about people not, that that's not going to be in heaven. And everybody have a chance, don't they? Everybody have a chance to be saved. God's calling people every day to come to Him, to repent, turn to God by faith, live a holy life. People just, a lot of them just but well, turn a deaf ear to it and go on about their own way. And there's so many people that's hypocriting. Sad situation. God's faithful. Well, a lot more than that. But we don't know how many, we don't know the number. But it, it, but let, let, listen what the scripture says. Amen. Luke three fourteen. We never did read that. Did we? Now, see, this is we talking about contentment tonight and complacency. But if we're looking at contentment first. Now, contentment. Listen at this when John uh, was walking the earth. Some people came to him and asked him what they should do. And when the soldiers came to him. In Luke 3 14, what did, what did John say to the soldiers when they came to him and asked him, what, they, what should we do? The soldiers came to John and asked him, They said, What did he say? Listen to what John told them. Don't do violence to no man, neither call, don't accuse no man falsely. All right, read. Be content with your wages. <laughs> the money you make it, be content with it. Don't go up and try to. Make the boss give you raise. Be good. be content with your wages. Isn't that right? You don't think so? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you if you if you want to raise, huh? Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> well, I mean, wait, wait now, it's, If you deserve it, yeah. Yeah, if you deserve it. Yeah. If you deserve it, yeah, you can, you can ask for one. But if you don't deserve it, just be quiet. Yeah. Amen. All right. Now. All right. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amen. But when you do a good job, when you do a good job, they give you rain. Isn't that right? Yeah, a lot of them will anyway. A lot of will anyway. <laughs> All right, let's see here now. All right now, contentment. Philippians four, eleven. L- listen what it says. Read that. Boy, I-, I cut some of my huh? Philippians four eleven. I cut some of my scripture off here. Contentment. Look at Philippians four eleven. We are talking about contentment tonight. Being content. Content mean to be contained. All right, but what, what did Paul say? Now that in other, now that I speak in respect of want, in other words, I'm not coming to ask you for something right here now, All right. I've learned in whatsoever of state I, I am in. He had to learn that. He learned that. I mean, you you don't learn that overnight, neither. You don't. I mean, uh, because Paul went through some hard things, but he, he prayed. He talked to God, and God worked things out for him. Hallelujah. God worked it out for him. And he said, this, it's really something to learn to be content in every situation, but that's what God wants us to be. He does. He wants Why Why does he want us to be that, that way? Because our sufficiency is of God. Isn't that right? He, he supplies our needs according to his riches and glory, if we'll walk right before him. We got to walk right before him in order for him to, to meet our needs. He won't ask... God won't answer our prayers. He wants us to pray and believe and begin to praise him for whatever we're praying for. And we got to realize that none of our needs are big, big in the sight of God. Not really. Because he's such a great God. I mean, we... Some things we think is big. It's like if, if somebody's uh, praying for a headache, you know, somebody got a headache, and they're praying for him. Well, it's just as easy for God to heal a cancer as it is it, to heal a headache. Isn't that right? Isn't it? He, he, it really is. See, if we were, see, faith is the substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen. Amen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. God spoke and said, let there be light. And there was light. He created all these things. Amen. For our enjoyment, you know. And when we live holy, we can enjoy, we can enjoy the things that God has made. And be satisfied in many cases, you know. God don't want us to be upset, you know. And uh, in other words, to wait on the Lord, sometimes we have to wait on him. He doesn't answer our prayers all the time right away. We're praying about something now. We believe in God. God's going to work it out in his time. It's God's timetable, not our timetable. No, time Amen. It's God's timetable. Amen. All right. So what? what read that verse again. Uh, Philippians four eleven. Mhm. That's contentment, isn't it? That's trust in God. That, that really is. That's trust in God. It really is. He, he sure did. He had a lot of reasons to complain, but 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 he but but he believed God. See. God, when God knocked him down, gave him that rude awakening on the Damascus Road. <laughs> Amen. And even, see, see, he had a thorn in his flesh, didn't he? What was it? I don't know exactly what it was. Huh? Yes, yeah, some feel like it was. I said, I don't doubt that because w- on one occasion, he said, you see how large a letter I've written unto you with my own hand? And somebody, some feel like it was, he wrote large letters. But anyway, they... You know, when they beat him in his back and all that, you know, that, that you know, caused his eyes to be bad, you know. But but in another scripture, Paul said, you would have plucked out your eyes and given them to me. Didn't he say that? Yeah, see, so I feel like he had bad eyesight too. I feel like that's what it was. But anyway, it didn't, it didn't stop him. Now, he got slowed down some, didn't he? Because he, because he said he said, "We would have come unto you once and again, even our Paul, but what Satan hindered us. He got slowed down some, but it didn't stop the man. Didn't. Satan didn't have a stopper big enough to stop him. That's right he, st- he tried everything he could to stop, but he couldn't do it. Why? Because Paul had his eyes on the prize. Isn't that right? He did. He has. You get your eyes on the prize, and you, well, you can walk every day with your eyes on the prize, and you're going to make it through. Come out on the other side with flying colors, so to speak. Isn't that right? So how did you get through that? Well, the Lord was with me. God brought me through. See, we can praise God. We can praise him, and we need to praise him with everything that's in us. Amen. He's coming soon. We got a Savior. Amen. That's coming soon. All right. All right. We got that then. We read that scripture. Now, listen to this, Saints. The healthy Christian doesn't waste time on self satisfaction. I'm talking about a healthy Christian now. On the contrary, Paul considered his. Contented, striving to be the mark of, of a successful ministry. Minister. Toward the end of his first letter to Timothy, listen. What he encourages the young pastor to find contentment in Christ rather than in the world. So let's look at First uh, Timothy six verse seven through ten. Listen, that Paul encourages. Timothy, First Timothy six verse seven through ten let's look at those verses he let him know not to let not to let that satisfaction fuel his striving for lexncy uh, uh, chapter six verse seven through ten look at verse seven through ten what does it say? Mark, you mind reading this? Listen to this now. We brought nothing into this world. And it's certain we can carry nothing out. Isn't that right? Amen. Some people foolish, you know. They think, well, you can't, you can't take nothing out. <laughs> I mean, you know, lots of times they put stuff in people's caskets and all this stuff. and that's For what? Can't do nothing with that. All right, read. See, we're talking about contentment. If you have food and raiment, be content. Be satisfied. Got your cupboards full, thank God for it, you know. if you see somebody need help, give some. Isn't that right? God, God see, God's people, God wants his people to be like Jesus. More like Jesus, isn't that right? He he wants to be more like Jesus. Because because we striving to be like Jesus. Read my apostle that I may know him in the power of his rest and fellowship of his self, and being made conform unto his to know the Lord. To know not just know about him, to know him. All right? Read on, brother. But they that be rich fall into temptation or to temper and a snare. And in perdition. Amen. They that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare, downward in destruction and perdition. That's what it said now. For the love of money, not money itself, not money itself. But the love of money is the root of all evil. And which while some have coveted, I read. Listen. With many sorrows. All right. Which while some have coveted after, have what? Error from the faith. See, people err from the faith. The faith of Jesus Christ. It's only one Lord, one faith, one baptism. And, and uh, some people err from the faith, coveting after money and after earthly things, and the error, turn aside, serve aside, get in going go in the wrong in the broad way. There's two ways, only two ways, isn't that right? Straight narrow way, which is the way to, to to the Lord, to follow Lord Jesus talked about it, and there's a broad way. Well, there's people that it's crowded. The broadway is crowded. Amen. But it's sad, it's sad. Why, why, why is it so sad? Jesus made the way for everybody to be saved, that, you know, that would come to him. Not only any should perish, but all should come to repentance. But he said, But the day of the Lord will come, as a thief in the night, in which the heavens shall pass away with the great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also, and the works of the dying shall be what? Burned up. To seeing that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in our holy conversation and godliness? Looking for. What are we looking for? The Lord to come. Isn't that right? Looking for His coming. Thank God. Looking for His coming. And we know it's soon. So we should be encouraged tonight to follow on to know the Lord, to honor Him, to magnify Him, to lift him up, to let our light shine, to be bold witnesses for the Lord. God wants us to be bold witnesses, not timid and shy, but bold for him. Stand up with, with holy boldness. Hallelujah. All right. We go to the 10th verse. Amen. Isn't God good? Some error from the faith and pierced themselves through him in Minnesota. All right. Hold on. God is so good. God is so good. Amen. So it says, uh, all right, Paul, he encouraged Timothy, the young pastor, to find contentment in Christ rather than in the world and let the the satisfaction fuel his striving for excellence and then to reproduce his contentment Striving in others, in other words, in other, words, he live holy and pure, being an example that others will follow. follow him, as he follow Christ. This is the joy at the at the core of Christian ministry. Many people in ministry never experience this joy. They pursue very different path, a very different path, because they lack. Contentment. Paul's description of these of these ministers, he called them misfits, and and it it begins in in uh, First Timothy six three. For he lands. Listen to this. Paul lands strongly on false teachers who advocate a different doctrine. They're conceited, knowing nothing, men who, who who dally in empty philosophies for the sake of material gain. Isn't that something? It's happening today. It's happening today. The sake of material gain. In the temporal dimensions to seek. Let me now. In the temporal dimensions to Seek spiritual gain, hallelujah now this genuine contentment genuine contentment, and the foundation upon which a believer builds a jaw for life paul paul's teaching here is that the profession of a godly, devoted man to have devotion makes a person independent of outward circumstances and self-sufficient. If, if you've got devotion to God, living for God, all right? Enabling him to maintain a spiritual balance in the midst of both favorable, listen, circumstances and those which are adverse. Isn't that right? See, in other words, we, we're not going to be happy and jump up and down just when things are good. And, but we should do the same thing as Pastor Venerable brought the scripture out this morning. Uh, in James, my brother, what? Count it all joy when you fall into divers temptations, different trials and tests. Knowing this, what? The trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have a perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Isn't that right? Hallelujah. And it goes on to about wisdom. Isn't wisdom. And he explained what that meant. He brought out this morning about the, that wisdom that's talking about there. Isn't that right? Amen. So, therefore, saints of God, we, 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 we need to uh, gird up the lines of our mind and be sober and hope to the end the grace that shall be brought unto us, what? At the revelation of Jesus Christ. Oh God, what a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. We serve a mighty God, don't we? Yes, we do. We serve a mighty God. And listen, here's a scripture I want to read tonight. Uh, my, my, my. Ephesians 3. Ephesians three my, my My Let's begin at verse um three verse thirteen Listen to what Paul's saying here and and this is what we need. We need to really uh three verse thirteen. Yeah, Ephesians 3.13. We're going to read a few verses here. Let's listen to what Paul is saying. To strengthen the saints of God, that they be strong in the Lord. All right. Brother Mike, you mind reading that? See, in other words, Paul, in other words, went through a lot of tribulation. He told the saints, don't faint. It's for your glory. All right. Oh, this call, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank God He's praying seeking alright, read. Of whom the whole family of heaven and earth is named. In the name of Jesus, alright? He will grant you according to the riches of his glory. What? Stop. To be strengthened with might, to be strengthened God wants to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Isn't that right? Our inner man. To be strengthened in our inner man. Thank God, our spirit. All right, verse 17. That Christ, listen at this saying, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. All right? Stop. That you being rooted and grounded in love. Isn't that something? Be rooted and grounded in love. The love of God. The apostle Paul said, The love of God constraineth us. In other words, The the love of God called us to do what we do for the glory of God. It constrained us to do what we do for the glory of God. Amen. To be rooted and grounded in love. The love of God. Jesus said, What did Jesus say about the love of God? Say, By this you'll only know if you, you are my disciple. If what? If you have love one to the other. Isn't that right? One, two. Now, but the love that we have, it reaches out to others. Never. You, if you have true love, it's not you. It can't. You just can't sit and have it in there. Sometimes it's going to have to come out. Isn't that right? So that love, going to It's going to have to. It'll flow out. It'll flow in us and through us and out of us to be a blessing wherever God wants us to be. If we, if we be, if we walk in the Spirit. remember the word of God said, "Walk in the Spirit." What? And ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the Spirit, and we war against it. And the flesh, the Spirit against the flesh, and these are what contrary, the one to the other. So you cannot do the things that you would. The flesh and the Spirit, they don't get along. Not at all. If, if, you li- if you live in the flesh, you're going to die. But we, 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 through the Spirit of God, we got to mortify the member, the deeds in our body. We've got, we got to kill them. They got to die out to all, Hallelujah. Die out to the world. Isn't that right? And become sons of God and daughters of God without rebuke. Praising God every day. Praying every day. Getting in the Word of God every day. God don't want us to get too busy to get in His Word every day and to pray every day. Isn't that right? Hallelujah. And as Pastor was saying this morning about getting in the Word, about the Word of God, he said how people, how many people would rather have a Word from the Lord than to have the Word of the Lord. Isn't that right? But we need the Word of the Lord done with for ourselves. We need to get in there and read and study and pray and seek God and ask God for help, ask God, ask God for wisdom and knowledge and understanding of his word hallelujah if any man lack of wisdom let him ask of God and Solomon God gave him a lot of wisdom didn't he but Solomon you know he messed up he didn't but David David warned his son before, he, before David went off the scene David warned his son to really know the Lord he, he warned him he, he tried his best but he couldn't make him and you can't make grown people do things normally you can't can you I mean uh God God spoke through David and, and David was uh, David was a kid So what's up y'all <laughs> It's God good God is so good, that's right you can't make growth for folks to do things. I mean they I mean, they bump their head over and over and over lots of time. Hey, hallelujah! they, hallelujah, they do, they do the same thing. In other words, keep bumping the head, going this way, bumping the head. And uh, if somebody tried to talk to him. I know what I'm doing, yeah, bumping your head, but you do it. It's sad. L- let's read, L- listen to what Paul's saying here. What did he say here? Rooting and ground in love. Be filled with the love of God. By, you know. This this is what God wants us to come up to. May be able to comprehend with all saints. Get together and be able to understand each other in the Word. Get in the Word. All right. What is the breadth and length and depth and height? And listen at this next verse. And to know the love of Christ. God wants us to know His love. All right. Which passes knowledge. my, 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 that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Isn't that something? That's what God wants us to be filled with all His fullness, full of the love of God, that the love just bubbles out. Amen? And, and uh, we, listen, we're almost to the end of a, a year. You know, I look back and just, just think, what, what have I done for the Lord this year? You know, what what. My, my, my. God knows, doesn't he? He does. But, but, but I, we, 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 we want to do more for the Lord. We, we want to see souls saved. I mean, that, that's the main thing, souls being saved. Isn't that right? Our families coming in. Not only our families, but people, all, so many people that are lost. Hallelujah. But God is faithful, saints. Let's make sure we be faithful to him and be faithful to one another. Isn't that right? Hallelujah. Oh, my God, thank you for the victory tonight. Thank you for your peace and your joy, Lord. Thank you, Lord God, for your faithfulness, Jesus. And the the Apostle Paul didn't pull no punches. He didn't pull no punches. He preached the Word of God, and he made it plain. i got just a little bit more, and I'll be finished. Hallelujah. Paul defends his point of view and explains how a minister... And any Christian who likes contentment, listen to this now, will eventually pursue his or her own destruction. He says, in effect, show me an individual who enters ministry for what he or she is going to get out of it, and I'll show you a shipwreck waiting to happen. See, you can't enter the ministry just to try to get out of what you can get out of it. Robert Zachariah, you know he, he's an apologist, and he said how some ministers come to him and and be asking him where a good place to you know to go to make so much money, you know, and it, it it just shocks him. when a, a minister should should have God at heart, take God first, you know, take Him to heart, and and the work of God, the work of God to get soul saved. Isn't that right? To get soul saved and to live holy and to to walk in God's will for their lives. See, God have a... How does that scripture go? God have a plan for our lives. Doesn't He? Yes, He does. He has a plan for our lives. Amen. And if we want to please Him, He wants us to walk in His ways. Follow Him. Find out what He wants us to do and obey Him. Walk in love. Walk in faith. The just shall live by faith. Amen. And, and, and we're the ones that go on. We, we, we're not those that turn back to the, but, but we go on to the saving of the soul. Because, because we know. We know he's faithful. We know he's coming soon. And God wants us to, to really let our light shine. And he's dark. This is a dark world, isn't it? It's a dark, evil place. But as Pastor Venerable talked about the light this morning and the darkness, you know, the, the, the darkness can't, can't comprehend. When, when there's when darkness there and light comes, darkness has to flee. Isn't that right? Darkness has to flee. Thank God for the light of the gospel. What does the word of God say? If our gospel be here, it is here to them that are lost. In whom what? The God of this world, Satan, hath blinded the minds of them which believe not. Satan blind the mind of the ones that don't believe. Hallelujah. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, which is the image of God, should shine unto them. It's got to it's come. The gospel got it. Hallelujah. The word of God. God's true word. Amen. And I thank God for Pastor Ven- Venable. He's really bringing truth. Let's take heed. Let, let's have Ears to hear, but the Spirit is sent unto the church. Hearts to receive and contain, and to be obedient. Amen. Because God's faithful; and He's coming soon. May God bless you tonight, in Jesus' name, brother Mike. Oh, God never have failed, and He never will.